0: What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Chris Williams. And this is Jonathan Muhammad. And this this is Opinionated opinionated facts. Facts. All right, let's talk about why we call this podcast Opinionated Facts. Talk about it. Everybody has an opinion that they got some facts involved in it. A small amount of facts. But at the end of the day, it's they Opinionated Facts. Definitely. Swear they right. They swear they right, but they not fully right. So this podcast is here. To show if your shit is actually facts or bullshit. All right, so uh, let's get started.
1: So uh, let's get straight to it. You know what I'm saying? Basketball season has ended. Congratulations to the to Toronto Raptors on winning the championship in six games. And we want to get right into the game. But before we get started, uh, just a little quick, to you know what I'm saying? Bio to talk about ourselves. Chris, man, what's, what's your favorite team ever? And, and what's some of your favorite
0: players ever? So, one of my favorite teams, of course, I'm from Dallas, Dallas, Texas. So, of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm definitely a Cowboys fan. So, all you slandering Jerry Jones, y'all need to stop. I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm -hmm. All right, my favorite players, um, I would say now my favorite player, watching my favorite player, he just went down, is Kevin Durant. That's one of my favorite players. I'm also a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Um, If I had to throw a third in there, I would say Penny Hardaway. Probably my top three players. Cool. Me, myself, personally, I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan.
1: Um, in football, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. My favorite players is Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. My favorite football player, the greatest leader in professional sports ever, Ray Lewis. That's my man's. So, let's, let's get on this, too, it. Let's, let's talk about these trades that done popped off.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been having some crazy NBA week. Shit's been crazy, been mild as hell. The thing is, let's get to the biggest trade of them all, the Anthony Davis going to the Los Angeles Lakers trade. Crazy. Crazy. We back. <laughs> yes. Lakers <laughs> nation, stand up. This is this my thing. This is my thing. Let, 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 let's break down this trade. Because I'm interested in in hearing what you got to say about the pieces that was moved. The pieces that was moved, for those that don't know, and I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening to this podcast know by now, the pieces that was moved was Anthony Davis for Brandon Ingram, Alonzo Ball, Josh Hart, three first-round picks, the fourth overall in tonight's draft, Mm. a protected 2021 are unprotected in 2024, and the Pelicans have a choice to swap in 2023. That's cool. So my my opinion
1: of those players, they're all great building blocks. They were young guys. LeBron's on the team now, and it's a win now. We don't have time to watch
0: those guys develop. Brandon Ingram. So so I ain't trying to cut you off, but you, you consider this a win for the Lakers. Absolutely. So if you had to pick, you would say a win for the Lakers. You're
1: pairing the top five player with another top five player. So that's that's automatically a win. As far as the draft compensation and what they gave up, Lonzo Ball, he he got the eye. He can he can see passes before it happens. Great player, but he, he's gonna do more justice for Zion than he can do for LeBron James right
0: now. I have to agree with you. I, I see the top five. My only problem is this this is my problem. This is my issue with the trade. I feel like the Lakers just gave away gave away five to seven years of their future. And I'm a, and I'm a, and David Griffin should get all the credit for this. David Griffin is the GM for the New Orleans Pelicans, right? Mm-hmm. He's the GM. After these drafts, look, he got a number two pick in Lonzo, right? Right. Brandon Ingram is a top four pick, right? Top five pick, right? He was. Now, he got the fourth overall in tonight's draft. Fourth overall first round draft pick in tonight's draft. Right. Which he could trade for another player, which we will get to later. Right. He got an unprotected in 2024. Now, mind you, that's the thing. That's the thing people don't be really talking about. That I see a lot of people talk about, but they, they not really talking about it. That's, I think, after LeBron. I think LeBron gone after that unprotected. in 20, It's a reason he's, he asked for unprotected in 2024. I think LeBron's gone. I think he'll be retired by then or maybe with another team. You never know if, if LeBron is
1: retired by then. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think that he will be because I do think he wants to play with Bronny James Jr. at some point in his career. How many how many uh, years he got left
0: on his contract? Um, LeBron has three years left with the Lakers. Three years left with the Lakers. So what what would that push you into? What year? What season? That's going to be
1: three years from now is uh, 2022. 2022 to the
0: 2023 season. Maybe I think the 2023 to 2024 season. Maybe. That LeBron, I think LeBron will be gone. That's why David Griffin asked for unprotected. So, my thing is, i looking at the trade breakdown from hearing on ESPN, hearing from Bleacher Report. The Lakers, my my issue with the trade is the Lakers timing of the deal, and I'll let you jump in whenever you want to jump in. They legit knew they was going to make this trade. We all knew. We mm-hmm. all kind of figured he was going to the Lakers. Right. Based off last year, what all was being said, what was all going what was happening with Magic, et cetera, right? Right. Why wait till now to do that trade and not later? If they would have waited later, they would have had, if they would have waited till July 30th to make the trade happen and say, you know what, let's not get the media. Let's not, people had a hold of this. Let's not send it to, you know, the, the, the uh, commissioner until the 30th. Let's, let's, let's hold this in. Tell the Pelicans to hold this in as strong as possible. I'm going to tell you why the Lakers had to make that trade they right now. They would have had $32.5 million in cash space.
1: The Lakers made that trade right now because of Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. Here's why. The Toronto Raptors came out of nowhere to trade for Kawhi last year. They really wasn't a factor until, boom, they was right in our face as a factor. Nobody expected them to get them. Nobody expected them to do what they did. And if they would have waited until the end
0: of July – we could see Anthony Davis in another jersey. Now, here's the thing. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think no other offer was better than what the Lakers offer. If the Lakers said hold off till July to get this out. Pelicans, look, y'all y'all agree. Y'all go we go draft whoever the 4th overall pick, we go draft it. Now, I don't know the uh uh complications it would have been for them to hold off July 30th. I don't know, because I know Andrew Wiggins was drafted by Cleveland first, then traded after the the draft, right? Right, right, right. Well, right, here's right. what I
1: mean by that, though. Right. So, if you do it in a July 30th, right, so you having players that's striking out in, in, in free agency. So, like, maybe Kimball signs somewhere. Maybe Kyrie goes somewhere. Maybe these players go somewhere. And now a team like the Clippers, who – as made it known, they're not giving up Shea Gildrich Alexander. Maybe they make him available in the trade to get AD so they can make this offseason worthwhile. Maybe uh Boston does the same thing when they don't get somebody. Maybe they make Tatum available. So they just didn't want to run that risk.
0: And, and I and I not understand that. The thing is though, now we they got a situation on their hands. Right. If the trade is done on July 6th, they only go have what, twenty-four million dollars? $24 million, that is not enough to sign another superstar, another max caliber player. True. If they wait till July 30th, like I was saying, to make the trade go into the commissioner, they get $32.5 million in cap space, which will be enough space because we are hearing the Lakers are gearing to go for another third star, which takes us to something else I wanted to ask you. Right. Do the Lakers get a third superstar? Or do they play the death game? The death game is having players like J.J. Reddick, Danny Green, Brooke Lopez, et cetera, et cetera. Or do you go for, and I'm just throwing this out here because it's rumored, a Kimba Walker. You pay him the max player contract, and now you got to get billed off of players. That's not so good. And we see what can happen when players go down. KD go down, Clay go down. Now you stuck with one superstar who might can't get it done with those type of role players around him. Okay. What do you think about that? So you shoot for the third
1: star because you have to. It's way more role players than it is superstars. So you go after the superstar, try to get him. You don't get him, we go on the role player route. Now, the winners and the losers of this trade, right? AD, of course, he goes to Hollywood. He going to you know get the endorsements. We might see him in Space Jam 2. Who knows? We might, we we definitely going to see him in contention for the first time like he should have been predominantly throughout his career. Lonzo and Brandon Ingram specifically I'm to talk about uh, out of this trade because Lonzo, he gets under the spotlight of what Magic said, which was his jersey going to hang in the Raptors one day. He going to break all my records. He gets up under that. He's not long, no longer in the spotlight no more. He's, he's get to quietly, humbly make his game and grow into his game in New Orleans. Brandon Ingram, we all know this is Zion Wilson's team, but think about it. When they get in the half court, who you gonna get a ball to? Brandon Ingram is gonna have an opportunity to become a 20, 25 point scorer off the simple fact of in a half court offense, he gonna be the guy to get the ball. So I'm, I'm loving that. And then the Pelicans overall, they're just, Built they can take this trade and expand and expand and expand. But when you talk about the timing of the trade, right? What what they got it done now to eliminate all other competitors. Now they can stretch this trade no up
0: It wasn't no competitors. Let, let's be honest. Tatum wasn't it wasn't no competitors. Who the fuck is running the Lakers? That's the issue. Because this is why you hire people to, to, to see these things, right? This, this this is a bad organization move. In my opinion, not not the trade. Let me clarify this. The trade was amazing for both. I think it's a win-win. You got Lonzo Ball on one. You got Brandon Ingram. You got the fourth overall that you could you could drive for, or you could trade it for, say, a Bradley Bill. And now you got Josh Hart, who's a great role player. And now you got this young stimulus that you got for an NBA team. And now you re, you're not really rebuilding. I think you're skipping the process. I think the Pelicans can. Probably make the we well, Drew Holiday We still ain't talking about Drew Holiday you Can still make the playoffs With that roster going up They still got a little cap space They can work with Definitely Now let so, me ask you If so, the Lakers call the Pelicans
1: And say let's expand this trade You think so, they'll so, do so, it? Hold on,
0: hold on, if the Lakers call them I, No Because if the if the Pelicans expand it They can't trade the fourth overall Pick So no It, it benefits the Pelicans to, to let's push this July 6th date Instead of this July 30th date now my other my other thing is I, like we both said we both think it's a win win right we both think it's a win win we both think it's gonna be great for the Pelicans and the Lakers. What I wanted to throw at you is what superstar if the if the Lakers break cap space what superstar you think fits well with the Lakers if they can break the cap space if they can get uh, of course Kyrie
1: Irving. Uh, Number one, him and LeBron and already won a championship together. So it's only convincing the AD side of things to say, hey, this big three will win championships. Because Brian and Kyrie already know they can win it together. Will Kyrie, you know what I'm saying, take that? I don't know. If I can't get Kyrie, definitely Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker presents the same things to the table as a Kyrie Irving, except we haven't seen him do it on the big stages Because he hasn't been on the big stage, and we know
0: why. He's been to a couple playoffs. He hasn't been to a big stage because his owner, who we will talk about later, won't give him no pieces around him. It's the only reason he ain't been on the big stage. But to me, I think he's a little bit. We we got on this topic before. Previously, numerous private conversations where I said I think Kimba will be a better play for than Ky- Kyrie because Kimba presents something that Kyrie do not have just yet in his career. True. And that's leadership. So if AD and LeBron go down, we know for a de facto fucking fact that Kimba can play with a lot of role players and still keep you afloat. And won't and won't have you know these role players mad at him because he throwing them under the bus. I feel you. I feel you.
1: <laughs> like all trades, trades, they're, they're dominoes. They lead into yep. another trade. Yep. And there was another uh, blockbuster trade between the Utah Jazz mm-hmm. and the Memphis Grizzlies, mm-hmm. in which we saw Mike Conley join the Utah
0: Jazz. What you think about that? So I don't think Utah gave up really too much. They gave up uh, Grayson Allen. They gave up Jay Crowder. They gave up Kyle Corver. They gave up the 23rd overall pick in tonight's draft. And they gave up a future 2019 pick. Uh, I mean, not a 29 pick. I'm sorry. A future first round pick. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, you got to give that up. First of all, they got to match the contract of Mike Conley, who got two years left. You got to give that up for Mike Conley. They will be in playoff contention. So I can see that pick being a 23rd, 20, you know, in that area. A top 25-ish pick. You got to give that up for Mike Conley. Who will make this team? They needed another. Yes, Ricky Rubio did good. Yes, he played okay defense. But Mike Conley is an upgrade on the offensive side. Mike Mike Conley is an upgrade on the defensive side. Agreed. Mike Conley should have made the All-Star maybe three times the previous years. He been... Yeah, he's been he's been snubbed a couple of times. Hey, that he's grit and grind snubbed. era of uh, Memphis, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. That was a damn good that team. That was a damn good team. And they in 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 2015, I think that was year when they seen the Golden State Warriors. Right, right. If and they, Mike Conley was there, I think they would have took Golden State to a good seven-game series.
1: And and they've always been in playoff con- contention. That speaks to the greatness of Donovan Mitchell, then took them to the playoffs two years. Just imagine that defense, after though. They, after Gordon Hayward left, he took them as a rookie to the playoffs and then did it again. And uh, now I, I got to ask this question. Does getting
0: Mike Conley catapult Utah into the top four teams of the Western Conference? Yes. You finna have a top. They already was a top. What five defensive team? Now they finna shoot up to a top. I think they could be I think they have the potential to be a top two defensive team. They definitely have a big three. uh, Donovan Mitchell, people say, oh, he he plays good fucking defense. Plays good defense. Good pat good good passing lane defender. Good on ball defender. Now, you got Mike Conley who can I won't say shut down point other point guards but he definitely he definitely can contain certain point guards. Then you got Ruby Go, Ruby Gobert. All you NBA third them. team this year people who probably will win in, uh defensive MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will I think they could be top 2 top 3 defensively. Yes. Yes, this catapults them to a top four. See, right now, I got to see, once I see the trades, once I see more trades, more free agency, then we can come back to this discussion. But right now, as teams are developing, yeah, that's why you make that. Grayson Allen, yeah, he was a first-round pick. So what? What was he going to give you right now that Mike Conley can give you? Right, right. 20-point score, nine, nine eight assists,
1: two steals. He's better for Memphis as a nice building block piece. Exactly, yo. Um but at the deadline, they gave up they – was, they was willing to give up pieces and they was willing to give up two first-round draft picks. Now with this trade, the Memphis Grizzlies have basically given up three first-round draft picks because Grayson Allen was a first-round draft pick last year. Do you think
0: they gave up too much or was this just right? Just right. Think about it. I don't know if his, and you can look this up for me if we have time. I don't know if Mike Conley contract is two years with a player option in the last year or going into the third or two years and he just off the fucking books. Because if that's the case, you opening up cap space. You opening up cap space. That will be perfect for Utah. Who, really, let's be honest, a lot of free agents don't want to go play in fucking Utah. Like listen Come on, they racist as fuck out there. You gotta get drafted there. You gotta get drafted there. You got to. And if you don't, shit. <laughs> you might be called a nigga if you miss a game winning free throw. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might go out to eat, be like, look at that nigga out there. <laughs> definitely. Like definitely. 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 <laughs> oh man.
1: So the draft tonight, man, the draft tonight, I'm excited. I, like I know that. you excited. I'm excited. We're going to see I'm one excited. of the most hyped players, probably the most hyped player since LeBron James entered the draft. Ooh, How are since you KD? feeling? Uh, KD had hype, but not enough hype to make him the number one overall draft pick. Uh, and
0: look where, and look where that number one draft pick is at now. Anyway. Hey, hey, <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> no, but yeah. This is a great segue to talk about the uh NBA mock draft. Um, we composed the NBA mock draft, a top 10, and I gave top 15. I'll give you the three, you know, last players I talk about, but I wanted to go in depth, me personally, about the mock the draft and my mock draft that I made for the show. Um let's 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 get into it. Um, right, of course. We all know the Pelicans who got the number one overall draft pick. We all know they're going for Zion Williamson. That's who I think they go get. I think, you know, he ran in from Duke. He averaged 22 points a game, 8.9 rebounds, and he shot 70% field goal percentage. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Dunks and layups. Now, I compared him to Blake Griffin, now with his athleticism, passer, shooter, Mind you, we didn't see a, uh, the sample size of Zion shooting a three wasn't a lot, but he did shoot 33% from the three, mm-hmm. which is good. That's mm-hmm. something you can work on. He's a good passer in the mid post, and he's a fast break waiting to happen, and he's a good rebounder. Mm-hmm. I also got as this poor man, like if he just didn't meet his potential, Julius Randle. That, that's solid. I, I that, see what you, you like see? that? I see where you're going with that. Julius Randle. Think about it. Why the fuck you think he, Julius Randle walked away from the Pelicans? He saw himself saw so himself. We don't want two Julius Randles on our team. So my question with Zion, real quick, is are we looking at a future all-star? Yes. Zion Williamson, I think, can be a future all-star. Let me tell you why. First of all, he's athletic as fuck. We haven't seen nobody this athletic. When the last time we seen somebody this athletic coming into the league? It could not just athletic, but athletic with the stats and all that to prove it. He got he's rebounded. He's a decent defender. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think his most underrated part of his game is his court vision. I, I was just about to get he to He got the eye. Ah. And that's why I gave him the Blake Griffin effect because people always like to cl- clown Blake Griffin. But let's be honest. Blake Griffin averaged 25-7-6 and six this year. Mm. Got great court vision. Sometimes, sometimes he had the ball in his hands more than Reggie Jackson because Reggie Jackson was a turnover waiting to happen. So they was dependent on him to be that guy. That's why I got... On my, on my, it's funny, on my paper, I got every position but point guard, but in reality, if you put Zion with the second team, he probably could be that facilitator for you. Who That Draymond effect. That Draymond effect. Definitely. He could be that Draymond effect, yeah. Um, From I'm going on, because we all know the Pelicans doing that, and the top three, we are all, I think, familiar with the top three, what the team's going to do. Of course, they kind of trying to call this a three-man draft, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I
1: believe it's going to be more all-stars and prospects coming out of this draft that's very good.
0: Right. So let's get to number two. We just talked about Memphis, Mike Conley. He's gone, so they going for the future. J.A., and please, please. It's John ja Morant. Please, if I say a name wrong, don't crucify me, niggas, because y'all motherfuckers barely can talk anyway. John ja Morant. I got him with 24 points per game in college. Murray State, five rebounds and 10 assists. Shoot 55% Bro, the 10 game. assists led the nation. Led the nation. People want to say, Murray State, Murray State. Well, look at the players who balling now in today's era. Damian Lillard, guess where he from? Weber State. Steph Curry. Guess Davidson. Where's he from? <laughs> Davidson, yeah. CJ McCullum. It's a lot of great players. Lee Lehi? Lehigh. I'm telling you. It's a lot of great players from these small divisions. Don't matter. If you a hooper, you a hooper, they'll find you. I got him compared to Den- a poor uh if this is his when I say the first one, it's always the poor. When I say the second person name, it's always the high. So I got him looking like Dennis Smith, if he if it's Dennis Smith Jr., if he don't reach his potential. If he does reach his potential, I think he could be John Wall with shooting range. Just imagine John Wall with shooting touch, right? Right? He'll be right. better than Steph Curry to me. Right, right, right. Defender? Now, now this is the knock on John Morant. He can't defend. Mm-hmm. So, while he can shoot better than John Wall, he cannot defend better than John, you know, than John Wall. He, he's not the defender. He's not the defender. He right. might not never be. Right. He just don't care about defense. I wow. watched him. He don't care about defense. All right. I mean, We're not going to spend too much time on the top three, fellas, and women, if you out there. Top three. Number three, I got the New York Knicks. RJ Barrett, coming from Duke. He averaged 22 points a game, seven rebounds, four assists, shooting 50%. I got him compared to Jeff Green and Harrison Barnes. If he reaches max potential, he's going to be the Canadian James Harden. My homie here loves RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. He got the killer instinct. He ready to go. Uh, If he had had the killer instinct, why he couldn't beat Syracuse?
1: I mean, every every player has bad games. I've seen him lead Team USA. I've seen... Team Canada. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, against against Team USA is what I mean. Team Canada, listen. It was NBA professional players on the Team Canada with him. They were deferring to R.J. Barrett in the
0: clutch, my man. So, Jamal, he's talking about Jamal Murray. Andrew Wiggins no, too. No, no. Andrew is a bust. I'm not talking about he's defer he defers to Derrick Rose. <laughs> and he should. He shouldn't, but he does. He defers to Derrick Rose. Jamal Murray, when you okay, basketball one on one. I want to stop right there at number three because I want to hit this tidbit with my homie real quick. Basketball one on one, no matter if I'm better than you or not, if you hot, if you hit your last three, four shots, I'm gonna give you the ball. Is that not basketball one on one? Yes or no? Yes. Thank you. He wasn't deferring in my opinion. Just saw it was a hot play. He was hot. He was hot. RJ Barrett was hot. Team Canada versus Team USA. He was hot. I'm giving him the ball too. Jamal Murray is better right now than RJ Barrett. Okay. I think I think I think RJ Barrett, I think RJ Barrett will be a bust going into number three. But we will see, ladies and gentlemen. Going into our number four. This is where it gets real, real saucy. It get real fucking saucy because we don't know what's going to happen. Pelicans own that pick right now, but we don't know if they're going to own it by the end of the night. Right, right. The thing who I think they will get. This is who I think they get if they keep the pick. I'm so flustered because I can see them going two ways. Darius Garland from Vanderbilt. Or I can see them getting... Jared Culver from Texas Tech, eighteen Ooh. points, six rebounds, three assists, fifty-four uh, percent percentage at the field goal. I compare him to Jeremy Lamb. Poor man, high man. He's Chris Middleton. He's a guy who can do it all. I think he can do it all. He could be that that guy who don't really need the ball. He defends well. He'll be that glue guy that I think the Pelicans are searching for right now. But if they trade that pick, man. Bradley Bill? You wanna talk about it? Is it is it gonna happen or no? I, I definitely I definitely
1: could see the Wizards. Uh, trading for that fourth pick, trading Bradley Beal for that fourth pick. Why? Because they want to get under the cap. They have to choose between John Wall and Bradley Beal. Now, if you keep Bradley Beal and you say he's the man, well, you got John Wall in the contract. He's hurt. He's recovering. I do think he'll be back. But at the same time, now you got to work him back into the game, and we got another year of Wall and Beal, and it seems like they're imminent for a breakup.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I also want to say this about Darius Garland going to the Pelicans because I do think he has a high chance going to the Pelicans, and this is the reason why. Yes, you got Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday big enough, he can slide. You can play small ball. Hear me out. Hear me out about the small ball that's, finna ta- that's taking over the, the NBA right now. Warriors are hyped about playing Draymond Green at the five, right? Mm-hmm. Just imagine this lineup. Just hear me out. Lonzo Ball, who can defend bigger guards, right? Mm -hmm. Darius Garland, who I will talk about him later. I got him compared to Damian Lillard. He can shoot it. He's a great shooter, great off the bounce. He's a scorer. He's a combo guard. He's that combo guard. He's Mm -hmm. a scorer. At the three, you got Drew Holiday. At the four, you got Brandon Ingram. At the five, you could play Zion. Mm -hmm. You could go real small. You could go real small. I like that. Can I like go real that. Real small.
1: I I love that lineup. But I would definitely make that trade for uh for Bradley Beal. I will put Bradley Beal in that lineup. And, and oh my, my god. god, can't real nobody. Hey, <laughs> nobody <laughs> could no big man. Yeah, yeah. Could no big man in the league yeah. catch Zion on the break? All,
0: all I will worry about is defense and rebounding. Let's go back to the tra- uh, to the draft, and let me talk about the number five pick, Cleveland Cavaliers. They need everybody. Tell them they they trash. They need uh, any piece they get. You know they need the most LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron fucking James. But they I won't get mad at anybody they pick. Who I got them picking if the Pelicans don't tr- don't get Darius Garland, this is who I got them getting. DeAndre Hunter from mm. Virginia. True 15 that. points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. He shot 57 from the field. Now, with Virginia he was the man. I think he was one of the primary reasons they won the NCAA championship. He's a great defender. I got him compared to Jay Crowder. If he don't meet his potential, if he meet his potential, poor man Kawhi. I don't know if his offensive game will ever get there. He's more of a 3 and D guy. He He's the guy. That's why I got him more compared to Jay Crowder. You see what I'm saying? He's a glue guy. He can come in right away and help your team. Cleveland need players like that. And I'm pretty sure you agree with me, Jonathan. Right? I do. Right. All right. Now, if it's Darius Garland at number four to the Pelicans, I got them getting Jared Culliver for the same amount of reasons. Mm. Now, let me go to number six, the Phoenix Suns. This is, of course, like I said, if the Pelicans don't get Darius Garland, the Suns need a point guard. They need a point guard bad. I got them drafting Darius Garland from Vanderbilt if he dropped to them. He averaged – he got hurt, ladies and gentlemen. He got hurt. So he averaged 16 points three rebounds, two assists, but he shot 63% from the field. 63, mind you. Homie was shooting Steph Curry threes from college. He was shooting the Steph Curry threes. So to shoot 63% and had a shooting range that he does, he will fit perfectly with the Suns. I got him compared to Nick Van Exel and a poor, and a poor man's Damian Lillard. NBA breaking
1: news. Uh, the Indiana Pacers have acquired T.J. Warren and the 32nd overall pick from the Phoenix Suns. For, wait for it. Cash
0: considerations. <sighs> Phoenix Suns, what you doing? You giving away talent. I guess they opening books up for... That's right. I've been saying this. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is best friends with Devin Booker. They opened up the books. People say, oh my God, what they doing? They opened up the books. Cash considerations give them more cash. All they got to do is move one more piece. We got to see what's going to happen because D'Angelo Russell, he had an
1: amazing year with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. He really set his own as a man in this league, and I'm interested to see whether they want to pair him with Kyrie or pass
0: on D'Angelo Russell. Um, Back to the draft. Back to the draft. We will get back into that trade later, but back into the draft. Number seven, I got the Bulls who need everything also trash organization my friend here he's a low-key chicago bulls fan he don't want to tell you though i mean we we grew up in illinois and uh yeah yeah (laughs) i got them drafting if none of these trades happen that we just talked about i got them drafting kobe white from north carolina i'm not a big kobe white fan so when you'll see who i got him compared to um y'all gonna hate me but he averaged 16 points a game three assists and uh i mean three rebounds three rebounds, and four assists a game. Who I got him compared to is Brandon Knight and a Dennis Schroeder, but he can shoot. That's who he remind me of. I don't really think he's going to be special. A lot of people think he's a wait-and-see player. We'll just have to wait and see because what I see now, he ain't all that. He's a developmental player, which a lot of players is in this draft. You're going to have to give him time, people. Don't just call him bust based off a year or two. It might take three, four years, maybe five years for you to see the uh, product. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Personally, I like uh, North Carolina's new point guard, Cole Anthony. Uh,
1: Cole Anthony, Greg Anthony, uh, son. Yep. I like him better than Kobe White, but that's just me.
0: Uh, yes, yes. I, I think Cole Anthony will be have a better career than Kobe White. I agree. Now, I do also got the Bulls maybe getting DeAndre Hunter if he drops to him. That was number seven. Now, number eight. And I'm going to break uh, what if on number eight. I got number eight. I got the Hawks drafting Cam Reddish. They need that big guy, that shooter from Duke, Cam Reddish. 13 points a game, three rebounds a game, one assist, 45 from the field. He's a shooter. I got his low potential at Rashard Lewis, his high potential, Paul George. If this man can really get his defensive game going, because he's he an a energy player. If he don't make a couple shots, he don't play defense. Motherfuckers just don't play defense like if he missed a couple shots he get bad on defense which is a, which is the saying for a lot of young players like you miss a couple shots you get bad on defense but if he get his mind into playing defense he could be paul george i agree he could be paul george i also think the hawks will trade up to get cam reddish it's a lot of rumors they big on cam they love his shooting touch they love to pair him with this young nucleus he don't need the ball to be effective
1: Right. I want to say this real quick. Coming into this uh, into this season, the college season, I thought that Zion, RJ, and Cam Reddish was the three best players in college basketball. Yes, all playing together. John Morant has skyrocketed up, but I still like these guys. And don't be surprised that the New Orleans Pelicans walk out the draft with all three of the Duke's players. I believe that it's the smartest thing in the world to keep three best friends together who are all super talented. Zion wouldn't leave his two best friends in New Orleans. So think about it. And if you uh, see it happen, you heard it
0: here first. Uh, So he gave you a what if. I don't see it happening. I don't like, I don't, listen. For them to do that, I got Atlanta moving up from eight. That means Atlanta got eight and 10. I got them trading that to the number four pick just to get Cam Reddish. I don't see that happening, but it's a great what if. Now, for my number nine pick, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot pronounce this this man's name, but he's been shooting up draft boards for whatever fucking reason. He's been shooting up drive boards. It's been rumored this man could go as high as number six. He's from France. Power forward center. His name is Suku Dubawe. I have not watched him play nothing but one game. One game.
1: Hey, for you be saying people not to kill you on the pronunciations, that was damn good. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I watched one game of his. Ladies and gentlemen, this is me just reading rumors. He's shooting up. Now, this is Washington pick. They need a lot of help. I can see them going for a flyer. I can see them going for a flyer. He is compared to al Aminu, in my opinion. The the one game I saw him in the highlights I saw him to me, al Aminu, I don't know too much about him. I see him shooting up draft boards. I see him shooting up uh, rumor alerts. So that's where I got him for Washington. Number 10, center for the Hawks. And it's not Boal ball. who I got dropping. He's in my top 20, but I got Jason Hayes. Jason Hayes. Or is it Jackson? Is it Jackson? Jackson, yeah. It's Jackson Hayes. Texas, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 72 Percentage at the uh, field goal And he blocked two shots a game I compare him to Clint Capella And I compare him to uh, I didn't write it down But I compare him to JaVale McGee He's a player that's going to defend He's going to do what Atlanta needs right now A defender, a rim protector A rim rim protector He's a rim protector He's going to block shots He's going to catch lobs He's going to do all that Now, I do got my friend here in the background telling me ball ball we could talk about it ball ball is seven two he has handles in college i think he's thon maker low man thon maker thon maker do the same shit he does right now thon maker can shoot the three thon maker can block shots the only thing ball ball got on him is handles but we haven't seen ball ball really Against a lot of great competitors. Bobo to me is the sleeper of the draft. If I had to pick a
1: player that I felt like could possibly fall out of the top 10, but get this people one day become a factor on a team. Get this people one day become a possible NBA All Star. He has that type of upside and potential. The guy is 7 2, he's got handles, he can put it on the floor, he can shoot
0: that thing. For a big man. This the thing about him, and this is why I compared him to Thon Maker because Thon Maker can shoot it too. Thon Maker can block shots. I don't think, depending on the team, excuse me, I don't think Thon Maker handles is that good for a team to let him be a, a ball handler. Now, he probably can break down a big man off the dribble, but Thon Maker does the same shit. Like,
1: same that shit. that would be his importance if he can actually develop that and become a dribbler off the dribble. Oh my God, it'd be amazing. And he, I, I my, my personal guys, I would say is his, his, uh, his ceiling is to be like what we see out of Brooke Lopez after he refined his game. And what, well, well, yeah, that's what, yeah. His floor though, and people ain't heard this name in a while.
0: Hashim the Beat. If it don't work out, well, it, it could be Hashim bad. Yeah, it could be Hashim that bad, but I say this much, he has a way better offensive game than Hashim to be ever will dream of. Agree. Uh going back to the draft. Number 11, Minnesota, Brandon Clark, who I think might sneak in the top 10. Brandon Clark Gonzaga, 16 points, 8.6 rebounds, 69 69- percent at the free throw I mean not at the free throw I'm sorry field goal percentage this is the thing with Brandon Clark he's a great he's a great jumper great athlete but he got the shooting touch he went from Gaza- before he got to the Gonzaga he was a transfer before he got to Gonzaga he, he sat a year because uh, he transferred he sat a year red of a year sat and he changed his shot so he can improve his shot even more <laughs> he was a great mid range jumper uh, in college I compared him to Paul Millsap and Pascal Siakam. I think that's his seven. Uh, going to number 12. The Charlotte Hornets, who needs everything to woo in Kimba Walker. Now, correctly, you know, I might say this man's name wrong again, but his name is Rue Hushimara from Gonzaga. Center, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 60% from the field goal. I compare him to either the Morris, ten, the Morris Twins or Jabari Parker. Right. Jabari Parker, good player. And that's my top 12 right there. Now, of course, my 13, and I'm not going to get in depth about these guys. I got Nazaire Little going to uh, Miami. I got uh, Virginia Tech getting uh, Nikolai Alexander Walker from Virginia Tech. And at 15, I got the Pistons getting Romeo Langford from Indiana. Okay, and we all
1: know that the draft, we know that it sets up free agency. Uh, teams are more... Uh, inclined to know what they want to do Into free agency moving forward So after this draft tonight We just ran down uh, our top 15 picks What we think about them Now it's setting up the free agency And we're going to talk about Where we predicting players to go So I, I feel like First and foremost um, If we're going to start with uncertainty And this topic is total uncertainty Let's talk about the injured players Out of the out of the uh, crew So uh, let's start with um with Clay Thompson. Uh, I, I I feel very yeah, strongly we, we that we both, both agree. He's staying. Go, he's going back to Golden State. Four years, four year 190. The wild cards of free agency in total is two players, DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant. What's going to happen with those guys? Myself, personally, I think KD is going to the Knicks. I think he wants to run an entire franchise, con- control, and call all the shots. Boogie is a total wild card. But I actually, at the end of the day, see Boogie going back to Golden State because he really didn't repair his image any further than what he thought he could. And he's definitely going to feel like unfinished business in Golden
0: State. What you feel about Boogie and KD? Um, What I feel about KD now, uh, rumors are saying from Bleacher Report, from a lot of, you know, um, sports websites, rumors are saying that KD is still looking at the Nets, Knicks, and Golden State. And it also it's also a rumor going on saying that that KD might take the Supermax from Golden State and they sign they sign basically sign and trade him. Basically give him the bag from him breaking his tearing his fucking Achilles, they go give him the bag and they trade him to like a say Knicks for a compensation or whatever. Me personally, I think man, this this I'm a huge KD fan. I think he's I think the Knicks is still number 1. If I had to rate them, number 1, number 2, number 3. Mm-hmm. Knicks number one because he wants to follow the blueprint of LeBron James. He wants to take his own team. Like my homie said here, my homie Jonathan said it. He want to build his own team. He want to prove to people I could be a GM too. <laughs> I see the Knicks as number one. New York, he got a New York house. I mean Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but the Nets are sneaky, and I'm gonna tell you why. He signed with Rock Nation still. Kyrie. Might be going to the Nets. Who will we be getting on soon, very soon? He's best friends with Kyrie. I can see him giving the Nets a long, 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 long thought. I think the Nets is sneaky. Now, Boogie, I, Boogie is wild to me too, man. Like I don't know what the fuck he going to do. I do think I disagree with you, though. I do think he repaired his image. I think he could show he could be a team player because his image was he was a selfish player. So he 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 improved his image by showing. Look, I'll play on. I'll play injured. Let's let's be honest. He was still injured. He was still injured when he came back to the finals. I see him either stand with Golden State because he wants some unfinished business, or I see him as one of my homies pointed out. My homie Corlin pointed out. I see him going to L.A. for cheap. I can see him going to L.A. for cheap if they miss out on some players. I can see him going to the Lakers from cheap. He's from L.A. right? Uh. Uh, boogie's from Alabama. Alabama, Alabama. Yeah. Okay, well, I can still see him going from, to L.A. Another another place who might throw a bag at him though, mm-hmm. if they miss out on some players or if they miss out on Kimba, re-signing Kimba, is Charlotte Hornets. Watch out for Charlotte Hornets looking at DeMarcus Cousins. Right. I really can see that team going for him too. All right, now getting to the fully healthy free agents. Let's start right there at the current,
1: you know what I'm saying, reigning finals MVP right now, Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to throw the biggest shocker in the game to you right now. I think Kawhi is going to the Los Angeles Clippers. Here's why. Kawhi Leonard, when he won the championship with the Toronto Raptors, became the third player to win finals MVP for two different franchises. Him and LeBron are on pace. If he decides to leave, we'll be on pace to get a third finals MVP. and be the first one to do it. It'd be just him versus LeBron and the head-up matchup would be the fact that the head-up matchup would be the fact that they're both in Los Angeles, shooting for the same thing to be the third uh, uh, Finals MVP in three different places. Breaking
0: news: The Atlanta Hawks has acquired the number four overall pick in the draft. I just talked about this. Who they finna draft? Cam Reddish. People don't hey, hey, look, look listen to this podcast. They finna draft Cam Reddish. That's my opinion. They got the number four pick for the number eight pick. They send to New Orleans. They send the number 17 pick to New Orleans. And they send the 35th overall pick to New Orleans for the fourth pick. And Solomon Hill, a number 57th overall pick. That's a second rounder and a future second rounder. I just, I just broke this. I look. Let's cut all the bullshit. David Griffin is brilliant. He's brilliant, but Atlanta is getting Cam Reddish. I'm gonna let you say why you think
1: he's brilliant. He's brilliant because the reason why he he, he gets the trade done for AD days before the draft. He's able to shop around the picks. He's able to find out what he can get. He's expanding the trade. Now you've you've taken the fourth pick and you've broken that down. Which what did he get? Three three picks from it.
0: He got he got again. He got for the number fourth overall pick. He got the number eighth overall in tonight's draft. The number seventeen in the over the number seventeen pick in the first round. In the second round, thirty fifth pick. And That's what he got. And did he did he dump Solomon Hill's contract? He dumped Solomon Hill's contract. Was guess what? What I think he's planning on doing is trading. What I. Playing, what I think he's planning on doing is trading for Bradley Beal still. Now you got two first round picks. Now you got cap space. I, Yikes! I think he might still go for Bradley Beal Yikes. for the number eight and number seventeenth pick. Yikes! Back to free agency. So where do you think that Kawhi is going? I think Kawhi uh, is staying in Toronto. He got a uh, he got a whole nation around him. Um, uh, he still can bring a player to Toronto if they get rid of some contracts. I do see the Clippers as number two. Them the only two that's fighting for him right now. Because if he went to the Clippers right now, with that team built as is, because Patrick Beverly walking. So if he goes to that team right now, if that team built as is, they a top three they are top three seed in the West. Right, moving on to Kyrie Irving.
1: Um, It's been strong... Strong, strong reports that he is going to Brooklyn. They're almost calling it a done deal. And we're we still two weeks in left in June.
0: And they're calling it a done deal. Um, do you think it's a done deal? Um, yeah, I think it's a pretty much done deal. He's done signed with Rock Nation. Um, I think he's gonna have some say so and seeing if he could bring K D there. Now this was my only problem with Kyrie. Why would the Nets, this is my thing, the Nets need to be hasty on this because he's already been proven to be a firecracker when it comes to working with younger talent. The Nets is a young team. Kyrie Irving has proven to not be a very good leader in Boston with young players. So I don't know if that's a good move for them per se. Now, if he can convince KD to come, that's a brilliant fucking move. Brilliant fucking move. But, yes, I can see him going to the Nets. I also can see him giving a long look at the Lakers if – If, if they get the cap space, the Lakers or the Nets with the Nets, the front runner. I feel you. So moving on to Kimball Walker, Kimball Walker
1: has an opportunity to get that bag. We talking about five years. We're talking about $221 million. I hope that Michael Jordan offers that man his due for what he has done for the city of Charlotte. For rotting in that franchise For only making the playoffs oh, Two years oh, Doing out his
0: time there, For making him wearing that ugly ass Charlotte Bobcats jersey Damn boy you going in, chill, chill Michael Jordan might be here one day Michael if you out there, if you listening You never know, I I'm, I, apologize I think you the 90's era goat I apologize That's, This nigga tripping Michael But anyway I will say this About Kimba Walker they should give him that bag. They should give him the five-year, two hundred twenty-one million. Kimba is going into these interviews, and I'm gonna tell you my conspiracy theory why he's doing this. Kimba is going into these interviews saying, "Hey, I'll take less if you get somebody else to sign with me. I'll do this if you get this. No, if uh, people say no, Kimba say you'll take the whole five years, two two one million, and nothing less. The reason he's saying this is it's called media play." He's showing Michael Jordan, like, hey, to me, in my opinion, he's showing Michael Jordan, like, hey, man, I'll fight for this city. I, You know, I, I'll be the good citizen. I've been that good citizen. And I'm st- I'm still speaking highly of you in these interviews. Keyword. You owe me five years, $221 million. Keyword is owe. You owe me five years, 221000000 million. I'm speaking. I'm telling people who's telling me to leave and go to the L.A. Lakers who has me on top of their priority list. Kimba? Leave that motherfucker high and dry, high and dry. Kimba, Kimba, I see what you're doing, big dog. You, 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 you don't have to do it, but I see why you playing the media spin. That's a good thing, man. You tell you being nice, so Michael say, you know what? I give him the five year, two two one million, cause he he's been nice and he's showing me and he could be a good citizen and he want to fight for the city. Because Michael Jordan, keyword. Look, guess what, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Jordan does not want to give this man $221 million. Of course not. That's, That's why kill. you got to leave him high and dry. That, he, Nobody knocks you for going home. I'm predicting Kimba goes to yeah. the New York Knicks. Hey, Kimba, leave, man. But I see why you fighting for that $221 million. Because if he offers it to you, you sign on the dollar. So if he leaves, where he you going? If he leaves, I got him going to either the Lakers... Or I got him going to the New York Knicks with the Nets, maybe sneaking in. Mm. Maybe sneaking in if they don't get Kyrie. Moving on
1: to Jimmy Butler, who I believe is the last option of the first tier free agents. And uh, buckets. Uh, bucket's been with a couple teams these last couple of years. Um, reports are that Houston and Daryl Morey, that is a son of a gun right there. He is trying to find a way. To acquire Jimmy Butler, I believe the best route to do that would be a sign-and-trade. I would trade, I would trade, um, sign-and-trade Jimmy to the Houston Rockets. I would send Chris Paul to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I would send Andrew Wiggins to the Philadelphia 76ers. Mmm, these are what
0: ifs. And I like that what if. Um, yeah. I damn, I'm lost for words. I like that what if, man. I, I really appreciate do. that. Jimmy really would be do. going uh, Jimmy, home too. Jimmy will be going home. Jimmy is from Texas. I got Jimmy Butler though. He's from uh, Houston. Uh, Texas. Texas, right. right. Yeah, he'd be going home. So, um, my thing about Jimmy Butler is he got to be a budding player. I feel like if the Nets I feel like if the Nets miss out on KD and Kyrie and they still sign Kyrie, I feel like Kyrie needs a a, a, a player who could play defense near him, right? And Jimmy Butler could actually be that 20-point scorer and he still can give you a top probably a top 10 defender in the league if you agree with me. So, I got the Nets, I got him staying at number 2 with the 76ers. Right. right, And I got number three, Houston Rockets. Like my homie just broke down because I agree. Breaking off, and we're, we're getting into the back half because we're only going to do
1: our, our top ten predictions. We are now at the back
0: end. Tobias Harris, where you see him going? Uh, Tobias Stan, Uh, He's not going nowhere. I think he's staying with the 76ers. The I, I, only reason I see him leaving the 76ers is if they lowball him. Agreed. Not too much argument there. Chris Apps Persingis. He's staying. He's staying in Dallas.
1: He's restricted. They own his rights. They can match any offer. He's staying in Dallas. We're going to pair him for Luca. We're going to see them together for the next 10 years. Duh. Um,
0: D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is a big what if to me. D'Angelo Russell is going to be the guy who has to wait and see, maybe. But it's a lot of teams that's fighting for him. I see. I, I, the, Nets is, the Nets, what people don't understand, it's three teams that really hold the faces of the free agency. Nets is one of them. I think the Nets are one of them. Because if they don't sign Kyrie, he's going back to the Nets. If they do sign Kyrie, I can see him going. Now, the Jazz was interested. But now that they're not interested because they got Mike Conley, I can see him going to the Pacers. I can see him going to the Suns who just broke from the broken news we have with T.J. Warren gone. That's gone to uh, where did he go to? Uh, Uh, T.J. Warren went. uh, He went to the Pacers, right? He went to the Pacers. Hey, T.J. Warren went to the Pacers. The Suns opened cap space. I can see him, D'Angelo Russell, going to the Suns who is best friends with Devin Booker.
1: I also uh, see the same thing. It all really relies on. Uh, Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving goes to the Nets, then we we could possibly uh, see either uh, D'Lo and Kyrie pairing or D'Lo leave all together. Um, going to our last and final free agent, we have to talk about the uh, newly
0: opted out Al Horford. Where do you see Big Woo! Al? And Al Horford, he, he he's still a great defender. He's a glue guy. He does everything right. Hell of a passer. And, and hell of a passer. He's a he's a locker room. He's a locker room presence. And he does a lot of things just great for your team. He won't be that that, that, that vet cancer. He's gonna come in and show your younger guys how to really play. I see him going two places, well, really only two places. And I really think this is what's gonna happen. He just opened up cap space for the Celtics, ladies and gentlemen, if Kyrie walk, if Al Horford gets goes cheaper to the Celtics, the Celtics now have twenty five to thirty million dollars in cap space. Mm. Even with Gordon Hayward on Mm. their team, they possibly could sign a player in free agency. People don't talk about that. They possibly can. I can see Al. I can see Al Horford probably going to a couple teams. I got him either going, staying with the Celtics, you know, because he's getting cheaper money once they sign a, a maybe a max player, he can sign for cheaper, right? Right. Or I can see him going to Dallas, who's been rumored to offer four years, a hundred million, which I do not want. I, I I do I do want him to come to Dallas as a player, but not on four years, hundred million because he's thirty three years old now. My homie made my homie Carter made up a, uh, a good suggestion: the Atlanta Hawks. That's actually uh, where I believe that he would go. Um,
1: if I had to pick a, a team, I would see him having a legacy move and going back to the Hawks. But here is the team that you cannot sleep on: Brooklyn. Who was who? Who was our Horford's college coach? Billy Donovan. They don't, Bil- have, they don't have money. Billy Donovan wasn't fired. But I could definitely see a scenario where he's signing trades, Al Horford, I'm talking about the Boston Celtics, signing trades Al Horford to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Steven Adams. Uh, yeah. I don't see why Boston would do that. Boston would do that to save face. They don't want to just lose a guy. And after the
0: way they treated Isaiah Thomas. So what are you, get, what are you giving me? What did you? Because Al Horford had a player option, he decided to not take it. So if I'm if I'm OKC, I mean if I'm Boston, what else are you giving me? Because I'm not just taking Stephen Adams, who is overpaid. He is overpaid, but he's also youthful. You you I do. Would you rather
1: have Al Horford for the next four years for a bag, or would you rather have Steven Adams the next four years for a is bag? Well,
0: this is the thing. This is this is the thing. I believe Al Horford is going to sign for cheaper. I believe it. I, I believe it, Al Horford. I believe if the Celtics get enough cash space to sign another player, Al Horford will come back for cheaper. That's just my opinion. So my thing is, I've, for right now, I'd rather have Al Horford, I guess. But Stephen Adams, I, I want, I want a first, I want y'all first round pick, future, not this pick in 2019. I want a future. Kind of agree with me. Clint? I kind of agree with you. Okay. Yeah, it's been great so far. Like, we got a lot to talk about. We finna just get a simple, small break, then we'll be right at you with the next segment. Yo, what's up, what's up? We back at it. And it's some things that I've been really not noticing in our era. Right. And it's been long-term relationships. It seemed like relationships been hit or miss you probably date them for three maybe four years max and you move on to the next one you feel me bro what happened to that we've been together for 50 years love bro i only see it with grandparents great grandparents at that because grandparents are now 35 (laughs) man
1: and and, and when you when you have a long relationship like that you really gotta keep it fresh so let me ask you this man what keeps a relationship fresh
0: you know what, what I believe keep a relationship fresh is it, okay, it's it's a numerous of things. It's numerous of things. It's not just 3 things, but I'm gonna give you my top 3 what I think keeps a relationship fresh, right? 1, I was just talking with the fellas and one of my homies said and I agree 100%. You got to let go of past shit. And I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm like I'm gonna give a detailed reason why. Okay. Let's, let's I'm just bringing up cheating for example. Let's just bring up cheating for example, right? If I cheat on... Okay, if my lady cheat on me right now... Mm -hmm. And I find out she cheat on me... And I forgive her... And I decide as a man... I can forgive her... And I can... You know, try to work through the motions... Of getting better mentally... And all that... I gotta be able to forget it... I can't bring this up... Because the more I bring it up... The more I harp on it... The more I harp on it... The angrier I get at your ass... Mm. The more fights... What happen mm. because i will think about it so much that even if we having a conversation about something you did wrong say if you 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 don't listen to me i'm gonna bring up that oh that's why you cheated on me you you feel me right. like you feel me so it, it, it's always a contrast of of forgiving and not not and i don't when i mean forgetting i don't mean like it's out of your mind 100 percent. i mean stop bringing up old shit mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, if you go forgive me, forgive me so we can actually work through our issues. Right, right. So, I don't know what you feel about that because, like, that's that's what I feel. I, I
1: definitely feel like if you tell someone that you're going to forgive them, you have to let it go. You got to let go. You got to let God. It, you know what I'm saying? It will be revealed if they're doing something else. So, let that play out for yourself. But you have to, um, in order to... Uh, try to establish something as a healthy relationship or make it healthy again, you have to let the wounds heal.
0: You definitely do. Yeah, you definitely do. You definitely do. So, like, another another thing to me to keep a relationship, then I'm going to just hit you back so you can name a couple of yours. I feel like you got to learn how to compromise. mm if you can't compromise and, com- and compromise compromising, I'm gonna give you the de- my definition of compromising. I ain't gonna give you the full definition, but my definition of compromising is: you ain't gonna like something, I'm not gonna like something, but we gonna come together and we gonna like what we figure out. Basically, it's coming to a common ground. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna like everything you say. You not gonna like everything I say. But if I can't come to a common ground with you, how can we even build for the future? How can we make future? uh uh decisions like buying a house, move into a, a different state, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like how the fuck we gonna do that? How the fuck is it we gonna do that? Because at the end of the day, if you not listening to me and I'm not listening to you, the shit just go go, it's just gonna be quicksand. We both gonna be stuck in mud. Mm. Like period. We both gonna be stuck in mud. Yeah, I I feel like one one uh an important
1: um aspect of the relationship is time. Time together Time apart, time with the kids as a family, and then you got the vacation time. Now I'm breaking all that up because you you need go. you you need your time together because you know you you're a couple you're together you know what I'm saying. In order to be together, you got to be together, but. As far as separately, you got to have your own time as a man. Speak. You got to have your own Preach. time as a woman Preach. To, to do woman things, to be with your girls, to do those kind of things. Go hang out with them hoes. Yep. We don't care. Of course, y'all going to come together yeah. for that family time. We don't and, care. And, 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 and spend that family time together. But then here is the key. Vacation. You got to have a time where you put away all your problems. It ain't about my girls. It ain't about your boys. It ain't about um, uh, um, our everyday jobs. It ain't about the kids right now even. It's about us getting away, getting together, changing scenery,
0: and enjoying life because that's what you grow together for. Facts, And that's how you find new shit about a person. When you go on vacation... And, I, and I'm going to tell you about my vacations. I've learn a lot of new shit about my girl going on vacations with her. Mm. Like a lot of shit that she, I thought she wouldn't like, that she liked. Like a lot of shit I thought she wouldn't do, she would do. So when you go on vacations and you expand your horizon, you see different shit. Women, stop nagging your, stop nagging your man on standing, the, like push him out the crib. Stop nagging him. You going out? Bitch, you go out. Mm. Go out together. Yeah, yeah, we go go out together, baby. But let me go out too. Same thing with y'all. Y'all go out. Y'all go have a ladies night. Go go get crazy. Get it all out your system. We don't care as long as you're respecting us. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's vice versa women. Mm -hmm. Y'all definitely can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Because I believe I'm right. Another thing that I wanted to touch bases on about relationships what what why was it so easy do you think for a relationship to last longer in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s than it is now in the thousands because um because a black communities
1: was all together before um all it, it was a lot of things It's not really one particular thing that split up the black home but Before that time, you had the mother in the house, the father in the house, and they raised their children together. Now, because uh, society has perpetuated uh, the single black mom so much, they've perpetuated uh, uh, um, women uh, trying to be independent so much. First of all, ladies, this is the most important thing to know. A woman can do anything but that ain't what God created you for. God created you to be the yin to our yang and the yang to our yang. You Do you understand me? He created us to do things.
0: For a woman that y'all ain't supposed so, to do. So, so I agree with you, and I, I, I'm glad you transitioned to the independent woman because I want to touch bases on that too. The independent woman, look, I love an independent woman. I'm pretty sure my homie love. I'm pretty sure my homies love independent women. But this is the thing about women that sometimes get me: you're too independent. You won't let me be the man that you say you will submit to. And ladies, let's talk about submit because submit goes along with relationship. We don't mean bow down, kiss our feet, do everything we say. We just mean have faith in the decisions that we make for the household. True. Just let us be the decision makers. True. So this is the thing. Be ladies. It's okay. It's okay to submit. It's okay to be independent. Just don't be a nigga. We don't want if we, we got niggas. Just don't be wearing the drawers. Don't be, don't be. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> don't be driving our car, and I don't mean that literally, but don't be driving our car, like facts, right? Like, like, like we all got roles, and you're better than things. Women are better than things than men are. Like my lady, she, she better than you know the uh, uh, bills, like she know how to keep up with the bills better than I do. So I, I, I delegate her for that. And she trusts my instincts to delegate what goes to what. Now, what
1: I don't understand is, and help help me really understand this. I got you. What about the women that play both sides against the middle? And what I mean by that is, they want to be an independent woman. I work my own job. I got my own car. I got my own this. I got my own that. I pay my bills. I get my nails and the hair done. All on my own. True that. But then, because, ladies, you got to realize that, Men gotta do our things to get ourselves together too So we could be presentable to you So And yes our hair don't cost as much as y'all here. I understand that But hear me out with this Why are you so independent Until it comes time For Us to do something Now we go out on a date We having dinner You expect me to pick up that bill Because I'm the man now, all of a sudden, these traditional so, views come back into play so, 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 with your independent ass. So, <laughs> so you basically saying if they so independent, they should be paying for the bills. Not all the bills. We should be splitting them. I'm an independent
0: man just like you, an independent so, woman. So, me and my lady, we split, we split bills, and I still consider her an independent woman. That's a real independent woman, though. Because she, she feels like if I pay for everything, if I did everything, she feels she feels like she's less of a woman being taken care of and some women yeah, don't like that she feeling she don't like that I feeling get that. she loves to see her her actions be rewarded and her reward is her bi-weekly check and see that's <laughs> that's really
1: the right mentality because ladies
0: if you want to be an independent
1: uh woman and you feel like that when you get with your man now y'all a power couple
0: well in order to be a power couple you got to have some power Big facts, big facts. And women, women, we finna get on man too because there's a lot of men in this generation that don't know, don't understand the word man. They hear men and they look at their, you know, body parts, they dick or whatever, and they, they say, oh, genetically, I'm a man, right? No homo on that, but genetically, I'm a man. But they don't understand how to be a man. We understand that. But that at the end of the day, I, I guarantee, I put more... And I'm not going to say fault, but I put more choices on y'all. And hear me out. Hear me out. You can, you can disagree with me or agree with me if you want. Hear me out. I feel like women chooses what they like out of a man, what they want out of a man, et cetera, et cetera. And they go for that subconsciously. They be preaching, oh, I want a good man. I want me a man like this. I want me. But you always with the thugs. Or you always end up mm. with a nigga who ain't taking care of you. Correct. Facts. So you subconsciously like something, and some girls say it now. I see a lot of girls that say it now. Like, I like me a thug-ass nigga, but then next day you like, oh, my God, this nigga punched me in the motherfucking eye, girl. You know, that, but, uh, like that Jody and what the fuck, Jody and uh, baby boy shit, that hey, shit played out, bro. That shit for the birds. That shit for the birds. When your
1: ass <laughs> going to be is on Facebook talking about some free Ray Ray, I can't wait to fuck him in two years. Bro, that's baby, where you going to be. Baby the fuck
0: up. With no man to provide or help you. Women, stop, stop, stop subconsciously picking these sorry ass men. You want a king? Go get a king. Maybe you need to take a step back. Be single for a while. Look, okay, I did this. And and hear me out again. I did this. And you can jump in anytime. I did this. I was single for six years. After my first baby mama, I was single for six years. In those six years, I did a lot of fucking. I did a lot of partying. I did a lot of research on what I want in a woman. What What's the qualities that I really like out of a woman? And even though, like, you won't find that perfect person, I was able to reach out to someone that I felt like hit most of those qualities. And I'm not saying relationships going to be perfect when you find that person. Because it's not. We still arguing, bicker. I'm a man, she a woman. That's just what it's going to be. Right. But at the same time, she got qualities that I love, that I've met, and then I said, you know what, I want. I want to piece that. I want to put that there. I want to put that there. And I made the woman I want, and I low key found that. Why women can't do that? Why a lot of women can't step back and be like, you know what, I like that quality out of this dude. Let me when I do look for a man or be open enough to find a man, I know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Why women? Why?
1: Why you think women don't do that? They 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 uh, a lot of women are focused on the 80/20. They sometimes they have a good thing and they see one thing that they like over on the other direction and you got to you got to find the more the moral keys and values of what you really want and stick to that and don't let that deter you from that path bro, of what you want. Bro,
0: men and women do this.
1: But we can't we can't talk about just these women. We got to talk about these men. Now, what what what's the definition of a man to me it don't matter what generation you in whether it's now whether it's the 50s whether we take it back to the caveman days a man responsibility is to be a provider in them caveman days a man and a woman in the cave she made that fire
0: well who gonna go out there and go kill that animal and go bring that meat back so so playing devil's advocate a woman going say this i know one a couple women who will say this okay you supposed to be the provider and you want me to submit, I'm not going to submit until you provide everything for me. You pay the bills. I see this on social media all the time. I see this on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you want me to submit, you got to pay my bills. My bills, house bills, and your bills. So what would you say to a woman who would say that? Because if you want to be the provider, like you say, why? You, I want. what if you get a woman who say, okay, then provide for my ass? Okay. When it comes time to make decisions for the
1: household... For our children, I'm making all the decisions. Hell, I'm paying all the bills.
0: So she, so she gonna say you taking away her motherly instinct. You know how these women is. You know how they is about kids. These my kids. You taking away my motherly duties. You taking them away from
1: yourself when you're not providing. It's, so, it's, so, so it's us feel- working as a team To provide for these children It's us working as a Even if you don't have children It's us working as a team
0: In this household To pay these bills To take care of it You work, I work Right, right But I, I, was, I was talking about the point Of you saying Caveman, he provides the food She makes the food Caveman days, right? Correct What a woman would say is If that's the case The food in cave times Is considered bills If you want to you know compare them to time Now cause you got a food bill now we all Have monthly food bills we all have water and lights That's him fire The man created the fire she just cooked She just you know in the picture she just rolling That stick <laughs> She just rolling that motherfucking stick And, and preparing the food So it, it, you know women go come at you And say that you know these hoes go come They go come furious Oh if you go provide provide So my saying is What would you rather have for for the perfect woman, or the not even a perfect woman, just for a good relationship to last long, what would you want from that woman? I, I want I want a
1: woman that is uh, I want. First of all, I want a woman that speaks her mind. I really want to know what you're thinking. I don't want you to wait for my response and mm, that's what we're going with. I want your opinion on things. Yeah, we do have to come to terms on an I agreement. Agree. I agree. And you know, and, and somebody got to be right and somebody got to be wrong, unfortunately. But that don't necessarily mean that the woman is always wrong and the man is always right. It's about working together and it's going to take a team. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody with a man of their own. Uh, but I do. I would want an independent woman. But like I said, to certain degrees with that, you make your own money, you make your own because we, we, we not babies in this world. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to meet somebody. Speak on it, king. You're not going You're not going for real. You, you're not going to meet anybody. Oh, that's, that's just getting started. You know what I'm saying? In life, and you know what I'm saying? We're, we're 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 in our, you know what I'm saying, late 20s. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready to into our early 30s. So you are not you're not meeting anyone that's just getting started in life. So you're going to have your own things already. It's about coming together and let's work it together.
0: And that's why I went that's why I said about compromising.
1: Now 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 where I feel like where where women get it all twisted is okay me and paying all the bills. No, let's pay all these bills together. Let's start a fund on the side where we're saving to go and do things. The things that you want. You tell me what you want out of the world. I'm going to tell you what I want out of the world. And we're going to go there. You want to go to Paris? Boom. We're saving our money. we going to Paris. I agree. And we're working I all agree. throughout the year to make I, that I, trip. But
0: you know these women. I'm not going to submit to a guy like that. That's my only issue, women. Women. Again, I repeat myself, submission does not mean kissing our ass and licking our balls, even though I would like if I, I'm pretty sure all guys would like you licking their balls and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all do it, but still, but still, on oh my soul, all we mean is let us be the decision makers. We, You, okay, we, we, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I say the saying wrong, we are the heads and women are the bodies, right? Right. Women, we can't turn our heads without the neck. You are important. You make more decisions than you really believe. We listen to y'all more than anything. But let us, I feel like women should have the faith in us to make the final decision when it comes to being a team. Because we're going to take in consideration, if you got a good man, if you got a, a decent dude who really listening to you, he going to take in consideration of what you're saying. And in the long run, he's doing probably what you're saying. You know what the problem is, bro? Like, and I'm glad you
1: said consideration because that just really uh, uh, sparked this point that I want to say. Um, you ever see a woman that seems like she got everything going for, her, even a man in her life and everything, and it just goes wrong? Yeah, ladies, let yeah. me tell you what you're doing right They're there. A lot. Do not confuse your BFF, your best friend forever, for your BBF, the 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 bitter best friend. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Listen. Listen to me. If your girl got something to say early on, because you know every relationship goes to their honeymoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all loving each other. Everybody loving each other in the beginning. Pictures of galore. When y'all in that honeymoon stage, if she hating that early
0: in the game, she a hater period. She a hater period. She a hater period. period. Get her out your ear. Now, now now I will I will say this. Some females can't see red flags quicker than others. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if they, if they kind of saying, you know what, I got to meet them a little bit more, that's cool. Because she actually trying to see if her red flags match what the fuck she thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Now, so, she trying to match her red flags
1: with the guy. Now, if you trust your girl's opinion, and there's plenty of women out there with great conversationists in their ear to talk to them and to help them through a relationship. If you're, uh, if you're BFF, and hopefully she's not your BBF. But if she is your BBF, more than likely she's bitter because she don't got a man. So this is what you do.
0: Or she wants your man. Mm, Speak. Y'all don't want to say that shit. It's a lot of these girls that be wanting your man and be breaking y'all up because she just want to slide through. So, So this is what you should do. If you want your girl to have close
1: insight on your relationship, double date. That is a lost commodity man. in today's dating game. Man, everybody is Netflix and chilling, and when you Netflix and chill,
0: you getting fucked, and that's it. That's it. And I might let you share my weed. Might <laughs> <laughs> depends on how the pussy is. <laughs> I got a girl though, so uh, you know
1: she share all my weed. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> For those getting that that weed shared with them after sex, if the blunt skimpy, he wants you to leave.
0: Big fact. <laughs> <laughs> It might be a roach. The nigga might give you a roach. Damn. But that's some your disrespectful ass shit. That's some get your ass out shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass out, motherfucker. Get your ass out of here. Um, but no, uh, for real. Another thing, you know, speaking of, you know, just uh relationships, man. Have you ever thought about your fantasy girl? Like, just your fantasy girl that's a celebrity whoo. or that's like, or that like somebody you just wish you would. Listen, listen, listen. I want to say this. I want to give my, uh, I plead the fifth option right now please Kiara do not kill me when I say this I only want you and you but I do got a fantasy girl okay so let's let's hit that (laughs) let's hit y'all I want to hear who your fantasy girl is but I really want to hear that shit for real for real so I got
1: three women in particular in mind I've had this girl on my mind and, 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 Serge Ibaka, I am glad that you struck out, my brother. I, I fucked with you as a player, but man, you had one of the baddest women in the we world. See, well,
0: well, we see why. We see why she, she, she left, though. Man, man Carrie, eating dicks.
1: Carrie Hilson, yes, he was. This nigga eating dicks. Carrie Hilson, <laughs> yes, dicks. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie so motherfucking bad, bro. Oh my God. Um, other bad. favorites I like, man, uh, Yara Shahidi. She is so fun. I mean, from, from 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 grownish and blackish. For those
0: that don't know, if 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 that's if that's my girl, I'm cool in life. I'm cool in she's life. She's smart as hell too. Like, okay, we don't know these people, but just looking outside, looking in, I'll be on her Instagram. I'll be lurking. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be on her Instagram, and she's like an activist. She she speak her mind a lot. She just got this glow about her. Like, damn, I don't know. I don't know, man.
1: Francia Razor, She's also from. Grownish, mm. she's also from uh, the secret life of the American teenager. For those who've seen that, she is bad, definitely, most definitely. But,
0: but, but let me ask you this why you like these girls? Why like, why you for real? For real, why you like these girls?
1: I, I, I like these girls because I've 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 seen them on different spectrums. Obviously on TV, but then you get to see their um social media and you get to see different sides to them. They got personality. They, you know what I'm saying, they're they're funny, they're smart, very intelligent women. You know what I'm saying? So to me they, they have a sense of uh total package to me. How about yourself? What's your Man. dream girl?
0: Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna go old school. Lisa Bonet. She always been my ooh. I always just wanted her, always. Like like even her kids, she got great offspring. I would just imagine having great babies. By Zoe her. Were, were, Oh my god, I would imagine having babies by her. I'm sorry, Kiera. I plead the fifth, but I imagine having babies by her. She's amazing, and I think uh, I like her just her hol- holistic point of view. She 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 healthy, all that shit. I like that shit. You know what I mean? I just like it. I don't know. My other one, another old schooler. I had a lot. I, you know, my homie took Carrie Hilson. So I, I didn't want to say Carrie Hilson. I didn't mm. want to say Carrie Hilson. So I had to go back in, in, in my brain and think. Mm. She an old school one too. She new school now. Y'all niggas say if, if it's good, it's not pussy. It's Yanni. This motherfucker got Yanni. <laughs> Erica Badu. I I, I I want Erica Badu. I don't care what she changed. Change me. She got the fountain of change, youth between her
1: legs and some bro, shit. Bro,
0: change me. Comment said, comment said, man, I'm, I'm gonna say it in his voice, man. I don't know what he got over there, but man, she she, she a, got that that's something special. When I heard him and saw his facial expression, I'm like, bro, I wanna try that shit on my mom. I wanna, bro, maybe she's a hypnotist. Maybe her pussy is just good because ladies, she eat well. Stop eating them goddamn five dollar Popeye's mm. boxes. So your shit will be stop smelling like pig grease. Mm. <laughs> your shit maybe it'll be a little tad better if you ate fruit. Definitely got Eric about dude, man. Erica Badu, dude. Yes. Now man, let me tell you about something I was reading though. This, this cause Erica Badu music. I want to, you know, have a little, little say about music. Kanye West is dissing Drake again. Did you see that? Drake dissing Pusha T again. Did you see that? Ooh. Did you see that? Are we, are we going back down this road? I, man, it, it looks like. And, and is, who is going to turn out good for? Because we know what happened last time. Well, well, Pusha T did get in Drake ass, but I'm gonna say this for my listeners: Drake had the better song. Doopy was the better song. Mm. Pusha T had the better diss. Mm. Diss and song is too. De- okay, take over Ether. What was the better song? What was the better this? Uh, takeover was better. Song. I mean, Either, Ethan was Either. shock value. Pusha T. He was shock value. He told us something we didn't know. Yeah. He told us something we didn't. That's why I call him Pusha T. That motherfucker definitely had the T and <laughs> spilt it. For real. He told us everything we didn't know about Drake. Oh, my mama. He told uh, us everything we didn't know about Drake. Let that boy come home. Man, look. <laughs> But the doobie freestyle was at Kanye anyway, hey, hey. and I wanted to get I wanted to touch down on that man. Like, okay, so the lyrics I'm, fin- I'm finna find I'm finna find the song for you real quick. Right, right, right. Now, why why are you looking for
1: that song? Do you honestly think that it's just gonna end here? Is it Kanye Drake? Is it Kanye Drake the T? I'm to the belief that this will one day lead into good music versus Dreamville because you know. J. Cole. J. Cole has been shooting shots for a few years. Uh, and Kanye t- shot back. Kanye shot back. Pusha T said anybody that got beef with Kanye, he's going to address that beef. And J. Cole has definitely taken shots. He took shots on...
0: False mid- prophets. Pros- false prophets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Middle child. Middle child. He's 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 shooting. He's definitely shooting that niggas. And, and, and before we get to that segue, because we alluded to... We believe Dreamville versus good music, good music is coming. Dreamville is J Cole record label. Kanye, of course, got good music. We believe it's coming, and we believe Drake plays a big part of this. Cause remember, J Cole shouted out Drake. He just bought me a watch, huh? Mm-hmm. I believe Drake is a big factor in this. I believe we finna see a a, 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 a what is it called in wrestling, a royal rumble? Mm-hmm. Cause I believe Kanye will have some niggas. Waiting in the helms to help him. Middle child talked about how J. Cole
1: and the world wanted J. Cole and Drake the beef. It wasn't going to happen. But then he also says, if I kill a nigga, it won't be to sell my shoes.
0: How many rappers got nah. shoes? Kanye. You feel me? So so Kanye Kanye basically said, and I'm, I'm going to read y'all the lyrics. I'm going to read y'all the lyrics to what Kanye, Kanye said. But first, I'm going to read y'all the lyrics to what Drake said to Pusha T on his new song. And I might say it wrong. I'm a reader. It's Spanish for mob. So he said, niggas got hot because they told on me. Hmm. Mm. Who the only nigga that got hot because they told on him? Pusha T. Drake also said on that was niggas don't want to go back for bar to bar. Look, man, look, I think Drake wants some more. I think Drake won round two. I, I disagree with niggas got hot because uh, they told on me. Hey, what was he doing? Uh, Pusha... What was he doing before? What was what was, what was was Pusha T doing? What was his name doing? Everybody knows Pusha T because of Clips, of course, because of good music. Yes, he's a great rapper. Don't get me wrong. He's a phenomenal rapper. Pusha but T is what... a legend. He's a legend. Bar none. But at that point in time, but at, point, at that point in time in his career... Before the disc, and this is why I go back to Jay Z and Nas. Niggas finna get real upset. Ooh, mm-hmm. real upset. Nas wasn't really that hot before Jay Z released the Takeover. Four albums in 10 years. Pusha T wasn't really that hot until he said Drake's name and Drake
1: hit him with the doopy. I disagree. Pusha T has always been around in the game. He's a legend. I mean hot, I mean media hot.
0: I I don't mean us hot.
1: Pusha T is a legend legend two times over. He is a legend in a group, The Clips, with his brother Malice. He is a legend individually as Pusha T. You, it's so many different things that Pusha T is responsible for. Hey, has anybody ever uh, watched the McDonald's commercial and they said, I'm loving it. Well, guess who guess who
0: you quoting? Pusha T wrote that. Just so you know, that's his endorsement. Yeah, it's his endorsement, but he was dumb enough not to sign it off so he don't get paid for it. We grew up in a generation. He did do the Arby's commercial too. Yeah, we grew up in a generation. And and I, I would
1: have to go to a school to see if it's changed. But when you're beating on the lunch
0: table, it's grinding. This is what I'm saying. Legend. See, this is what you this is what you misunderstand me. I didn't say he wasn't a legend. I didn't say he was a great rapper. I said, I said he wasn't hot at that time. Niggas wasn't ringing Pusha T bells. Drake said when they when they dissed when Drake released Doopy and he sent that invoice on Instagram that said now you owe me a hundred thousand because I made you relevant again. That shit was facts because niggas wasn't talking about Pusha T like that until then. Until then, but but before you get into that, the bar that, that Drake said I wanted to give them the whole bar. Is that cool if I go back to that? Go ahead. This is that push a T, ladies and gentlemen. He said last year, Nick, he said last year, niggas really feel they rolled on me. Last year, niggas got hot because they told on me. I'm about to call the bluff of anybody that folded on me. I'm buying the building of every door that closed on me. Mm. Drake coming. He's been posting pictures on Instagram album mode. You don't think it's gonna be no more shots on there? He definitely, you don't think he definitely be no coming more with shots? an album in celebration,
1: in inspiration of the Toronto Raptors winning that championship. It's coming. We all know
0: it's coming. It's coming. Good he, work. He threw another shot at towards the end at Pusha T. This is what else he said. And this is on the song Amarty. I might say it wrong. Amarta, Amarty, whatever. He said, the things that we've done to protect the name are unsettling. But no regrets, though. The name Echo. Years later, none greater. Death to a coward and a traitor. That's just in my nature. That's mm. Kanye and Pusha T. Mm. Death to a traitor, he believes. Kanye told Pusha T he had a, you know, because him and, because Drake, of course, if y'all know, Drake went and did the whole writing the verse Father Stretch My Hands part two. Popped mm. up, he did that. Drake pinned that. He was there when Good Music was making their album, when, well, when Kanye was making his album, and he pinned that. So, he told Kanye, like, look, I got a kid. And he believes Kanye said, oh, they beefing now? Here you go, Pusha T. That's what Drake believes. Pusha T said Noah 40 told some chick he was fucking. And she was pillow talking. Wow. So, another thing, another music talk I wanted to talk about. I wanted to go back into Dreamville versus good music. Because that's coming, too. That's coming. Like my homie said... J Cole been throwing hella shots. JID went on uh, uh, the Joe Budden podcast, right, and yep. said we won't smoke with anybody, mm-hmm. anybody. And they asked about they asked about good music. They asked about Pusha T specifically. They did. He Joe said, Budden asked,
1: "Do you got smoke for Pusha T?" JID did not deny it. They want to go down. It's, it's going down. It, 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 it's, it's going to happen. They will be button heads in the near future. I think it's going to be bigger than the labels. I think Drake is going to be a part of it. And I think that it's going to be a masterful selling point
0: for all of these guys' career moving forward. I really think good music ain't got nobody but Saha and Pusha T. They ain't got no killers over there. Who they going to send? Saha and Pusha T. Saha go write Pusha T and Saha go write Kanye this shit.
1: <laughs> some, some, some of the like, best come battles on,
0: Come on man look, look, let be honest Some of the best battles In rap
1: history Has been surprises Why? Because the underdog won Nas was the underdog Common was the underdog Versus The uh, West Side Connection I don't think he was the underdog Really? I don't think so The aggressive rap uh, Gangster rap. I mean, Ice Cube is one of the four founders I see what you're saying, but if
0: you know, if like, you know. It's more his sport to do this than. I, I see what you're saying because he had the No Vaseline track, et cetera, et cetera. And Kamin was Fire. Just, but Common was a lyrical
1: rapper. Common is a lyrical rapper. And that's why I expect uh, it just caught
0: everybody off guard with The Bitching You. The Bitching You was a classic for you niggas that don't know. Man. Go Google it. Go Google it. Man. You niggas be sleeping on the elders. Common had a. Uh, Carmen had a classic diss record. The bitch in you was classic.
1: It was, it was, but caught him off guard, it bro. Didn't catch him off guard. Let's let's go to recent memory.
0: Machine gun Kelly Eminem. Caught him off guard. Machine Gully. What a hell of a haymaker. Machine gun Kelly won that rap battle. For you Eminem stands out there. He yeah. won that rap battle. Don't fuck with the white boy. What if we send one? You in the house reading dictionary
1: trying to get big words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Last time you seen Eight Mile was on a treadmill. Bro, he gave a nigga bars. <laughs> why?
0: This, this, this goes back to, to, to what I wanted to say. Why do Eminem niggas think he can't get out barred by another rapper?
1: It didn't happen already. So y'all can stop with trying to come at the oh, top he tier beat, guys. He
0: beat Jay Z and Renegade. That's one song, my niggas. I'm talking about rap beef. Why? You know what? Why, why haven't Eminem never dissed nobody that was really big mm. let's let, let's talk about his disses mm. cannabis mm. come on man machine gun kelly benzino benzino my nigga why you never going after the big dog <laughs> mm. that really be criticizing your shit talk about it joe button is on the podcast but still i'm gonna throw it out there why you ain't go out? well you did throw a jab at joe button but come on man Mm. you didn't want to spar with that man Mm. like why you don't spar with the big dogs you always sparring with these little niggas like man come on man no disrespect to the machine gun kelly's the bazino's the cannabis but y'all was little niggas compared to eminem am am i right yeah am i right thank you eminem yes you're lyrical yes your style is good to some because i can't relate to stick a hundred needles in my eyelid. I can't relate to that shit. You you you're a
1: legend. Your time is your time is past.
0: Yeah, you, I agree. You were great. Thank you. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. Another thing I wanted to touch on. I still want to go back on the Dreamville. Who do you got winning? Because we didn't really say who we got winning. Who you got winning? Dreamville versus good music. Uh, there is.
1: It's going to boil down to, in my opinion, J Cole versus Pusha T. And that's where I'm really just stuck in the stand at. Like I, I, I don't. Yeah, both sides have more, 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 more people. Like, okay, Dreamville has more people that you expect to go hard in the battle. But if it's two or three guys shooting at one guy, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we gonna have to spread this credit around of the win. We uh we what we really are interested in seeing is head-to-head matchups. And and that's where like that's where someone is gonna shine at. And I think it's really gonna boil down to J. Cole versus Pusha T.
0: Okay, so I have to disagree with you right here because okay. this is my this is my thing. I feel like Dreamville go kill him as a group effort. And it ain't going to, I, I see what you said, it's going to boil down to them, but I think it's going to be over even by then. J-I-D, okay, let's, let's go by rosters, okay? Mm. Uh, I don't know if you want to Google good music, because I know they got a little changes, but we, we I think I'm pretty sure we know them off the top of our dome. Right. So let's go with the big, head, the big head dogs. I think who are the best rappers out of that group, and I'm going to go from on down, all right? Right. J. Cole, Dreamville versus Pusha T right. or Kanye.
1: Uh, Kanye is not a battle. Or... And, that's, and this
0: is where it's finna get murky. Although I do think he's gonna have some fire. Beats listen, for hold, on, hold on, listen. If this nigga say say, this is like this, like he said about Drizzy on that leak audio we heard. Uh, uh what do you say? Dri- Drizzy wearing Nikes on. Uh, Drizzy wearing uh, Yeezys on the low though. Only wearing Nikes for a promo. That shit trash. Come again, Kanye. That shit was weak. Mm. If he throwing out little jabs like that, say that shit. Just make the beats and say you was the producer of the disc. <laughs> we we never seen Big Sean angry. Um, I I think we seen Big Sean angry. I, I angry. I just think niggas didn't know he was angry. Well, when, when was he angry? Uh, he made a <laughs> disc. control. Was he angry? No, no, he made a disc called uh, No Talk Talk No More or something like that. It wasn't a diss. It was just, and, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm play a little snippet for y'all. But he, uh, he yeah. was angry. He was going at, he was going at people who really thought he lost
1: control. He was really angry. On control, he said some angry shit. I'm tired of niggas uh, uh,
0: getting with the best rappers and talking. It's about... called no
1: more interviews.
0: Yeah. No more interviews by Big Sean. That's what's okay. called. That's what it's called. And, and I'm gonna try to play a little snippet. But go ahead. Uh, I got Kai, uh, J Cole versus um, 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 Pusher because we both agree. Kanye ain't that dude, right? Right. He ain't that dude. Now, number two, I got J.I.D. versus Saha. Mm. I think Saha wins that. It's close, though. Because I think J.I.D., for niggas that don't know J.I.D., go listen to uh, DiCaprio 2. Go listen to uh, uh, some of the Earth Gang. They a music group early shit. Go listen to J.I.D., man. He fired. Go listen to uh, Leo de Leo DiCaprio uh, 1. That shit's fire. He sounds just like Kendrick Lamar. Atlanta version's Kendrick Lamar. That's who he is. I got somebody for you. Now, I think you might have forgot that he's on the roster. Mm-hmm. Do you see anybody standing toe-to-toe with Q-Tip? Q-Tip ain't jumping in this. I don't think Q-Tip jumping in this. I think he playing in the background. Q-Tip would have jumped into the Drake shit. Mm, why? Because I feel like if you really finna go there, you finna go there... Because he already dissed yo, yo, your president, Pusha T. Mm. And he already dissed the guy who you signed to, basically, in Kanye. So I think Q-Tip is playing. He probably, you know, Q-Tip never really been a battle rapper either. I think he plays the Kanye role too. Right, right. So he's the legend on the label
1: that, you know, nobody's really talking about as far right, as getting into this right, battle. I understand right, it. Right. Do you see uh, one of the younger guys trying to make a name for themselves? Somebody like a designer, somebody Desi- like Sheck West. On, come
0: on, man, look. Them niggas trash. Like I ain't gonna lie, them niggas trash, bro. Like stop saying their name. This is why I say Dreamville would just win based off a roster in roster. Them Check West, I got more. What are you gonna say to me? Come on, man. What designer retarded ass gonna say to me? Might be a shocker in there. What? T- Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner? Hey. Man, that shit trash, bro. Hey. Like, come on, man. Panda, panda, panda. What is he going to say? Kevin Hart, I just took my son to see Secret Life of Pets 2. Guess what? Kevin Hart did at the end of Secret Life of Pets 2. And I'm sorry if y'all haven't seen it yet. I'm just being devil's he, he advocate. Right now. He rewrapped. He rewrapped. Don't stop. I'm sorry. Come on, man. I, I'm just being devil's advocate. I'm just being a devil's know, advocate. Right now. Shake West? This nigga can't outbar me. I I put money on it. I put money, Shaq West can't outborrow me. I put money on it. Mm. <laughs> he trash. These niggas trash. I don't look at them. This is why I say dream. I don't look at them as battle rappers or rappers that can even rap. They just entertainment. They mm. just make Vanilla Ice songs. And when I mean Vanilla Ice songs, one hit wonders. Have you heard another Shaq West song that was good? Other than it, I got more And white people like that song. That's what made that song famous. Hey, that song fire. That song is fire. You, is you listening to that? Listen, if do I'm you got it on your playlist? If I'm going out. If, if we're going out, that's If different. I'm turning up. That's why I say entertainment. Hey, do you got it on your playlist,
1: though? Uh, Is it a song? Like, it's Yeah, it's, it's it's a nice record. Come on. It's, it's, you listening to that in your it's, headphones. It's not something I listen to every day. So it's not on your playlist. If I'm working out, it depends
0: on what I'm doing in life. If I'm, that's working, why I if inter- I'm working out, if I'm turning up, getting ready to go out. Yes. Jonathan, but that's why, that's why I say is entertainment. He's an entertainment rapper. What's a good song other than Panda? I oh, don't know. He trash, man. Like look, like, you feel me? Like them niggas is entertainment. Vanilla ice rappers, right? Mm-hmm. They entertainment. J I D, JID is lyrical. Bi- I ain't even get on boss. I wish lyrical. Fe-
1: I wish females battled. I really do. I would love to see Tiana Taylor versus Ari Lennox. I she wish. sings. I know. I she know. She sings. Man. Lyrics, she
0: sings lyrics. Come on, what they gonna sing battle? Hey. Who sings better? We know who sings better. We've seen. I mean, Lennox sings better than Tiana Taylor. We've seen They rap. Top, they win top to
1: bottom. It'll be something we ain't never seen before. I'm, just, I'm playing devil's advocate on this. Oh my I think God. Dreamville got the better roster. Yeah, Boz is, yeah, yeah, is fire. J.I.D. is fire.
0: J. Cole fire. No, I'm telling you. Come on, man. Earth Gang, fire. Niggas ain't even talking about Earth Gang. They fire. They're good. Mm. I got Dreamville over good music easily. Now, and mm. I want to say this for a, a later date, but I do want to say this. I would like to see Dreamville versus TDE. Ooh, I would like to see that. Now that would be good. Ooh, because all I think good music got is Saha and Pusha T, and that's it. Speaking on music though, you seen what happened with Tory Lanez? Did you see that? Talk to me, Tory Lanez, ladies and gentlemen. He was seen on Instagram. Making the he was making a music video, but now we're not. And he he and he and the director was making a switch of a woman from a uh dark-skinned woman, black dark-skinned lady to a light-skinned African-American lady. Mm. And he said, No, I'll cut the video. You know, basically, I ain't finna say it word for word. I'm finna say it in my words. Basically, I want the dark-skinned women. I'm tired of this colorism We always see light-skinned women in the music videos being the video vixen. This is what he said. My thing is, I think the nigga faking colorism just to get uh, uh, sales. Just to get his fan base rolling. If niggas don't remember, he was caught on Instagram under this skinny-ass white girl twerking. She ain't had no ass. She was unseasoned like a motherfucker. Pancake ass. Man, oh my God. That shit didn't even jump. It was like, she was shaped like Spongebob. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this nigga, Tory Lane said, let's trade... The white girl for Ayesha Curry. Wow. We know why he said let's trade. Because Aisha Curry went on the red table. Said what she said about her, her not getting enough attention. Whatever. I'm not going to talk about that. But whatever. He said that. He started getting slandered. People don't realize social media is playing a big factor in these careers. And I'm going to touch down on one rapper who had played a big uh, uh, uh thing on them. And it's a girl. And she didn't know how to deal with it. But anyway, Tory Lanez was getting... Oh my God, I see it on The Shade Room. I see it on all over Instagram, Facebook. Cancel this nigga. He want to trade. Now I see this nigga doing this. I want to touch down. Do rappers, do celebrities use colorism? Just use racism, colorism, all of that to boost up their sales? Or is they doing it for real? Because... The shade room posted that the dark-skinned chick who he supposedly kicked off set, she said it was staged. The light-skinned chick, whose name is Mia Rothwell, she said Tory Lanez didn't lie. I think Tory Lanez paying her. I'm going to just keep it a buck. I think some celebrities, not all, use racism, use colorism to boost up sales. What you think? Cause this is a big topic to me because I feel like people are playing with our the black community and using it to gear their career career what you think man of course because black people
1: control the culture we popularize everything we put in our music the brands that's gonna be high and they become higher what we wear is high fashion that's 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 what we've generated our focus to. What we do moves and shakes the world regardless of what
0: ethnicity, background you are. You can believe that we don't. We make that shit hot. We make it hot. I'm going to tell y'all honest, hip-hop is finally the biggest genre of music. It's, it's been the biggest genre of music. I don't give a fuck what Sale says. Everything a hip-hop artist do, we see the white boys and the niggas Excuse me, I'm st- I'm trying to stay stop saying nigga word, but we see the African American
1: culture do it. Tell me somebody black famous that's 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 portraying themselves as a white person. We had Young Jock for a little while with that little haircut and everything like that.
0: What you mean portraying?
1: Uh, well, well they okay. Well, you see, with a lot of white people, uh, especially white women, they like to get uh, braids. They they wanna, you know what I'm yeah, saying? The Kim Kardashians of the world. Or you see a lot of white people nowadays getting dreads. Which, y'all hair ain't made for that, and it shows... Well, they, the get,
0: d- they get they weave and extensions.
1: Right, yeah. and they're going to have to because they hair, it ain't right for dreads. It- White people, we don't hate y'all. We don't.
0: But we just speaking facts. Stay in your lane. We the lane. No, it's not even about staying in... No, we don't. It's not about staying in your lane. I'm going to tell you what it's about. Just giving acknowledgement to what it's due. Don't try to act like you started this shit. Cause you didn't give acknowledgement to who you took it from. I hear, speaking of Kim Kardashian, I hear her saying, girl, "You know that dumb shit these women's be saying, no homo." You know, that. Dude, Cardi B say that shit. Cardi mm. B is Puerto, what Puerto Rican, Dominican, mm-hmm. or some shit. Basically, she a minority, and I fucks with her. She's basically a, a Mexican a, African American, mm. basically. Yep. I fucks with her because she's, she's a minority. Black. She's black, basically. She's me. black to me, basically. My thing is I believe some of y'all celebrities be using our culture, our colorism, black. You basically putting us. Why does it matter if it's Tory Lanez? Back to you. Why the fuck does it matter if it's a dark-skinned lady as your as your as your castmate? Why does it fuck why does it matter if it's a light-skinned woman? They both black? Nigga, you played yourself. Mm.
1: You played yourself, homie. The important thing should be giving our people the bag. Give our people the bag y'all, y'all gotta stay in y'all lane And, and this is what I mean like, like my homie said You have to acknowledge us And you gotta properly acknowledge us And that starts with what you call us We call y'all white You're Caucasian We know where you're from Now, 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 now We don't disrespect y'all By calling y'all European Americans Because you wasn't from this land neither Y'all if, immigrants if, if, if that's what y'all wanna perpetuate for us because our ancestors was here. We had ancestors in other country because black people were everywhere. So th- this is this is my thing. About- Don't call us African Americans. So- call us black. I'm black and I'm proud.
0: Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, I see where you coming. I see where you coming with. I think my thing is, and we was touching on colorism and racism by our own kind. Tory Lanez, he's black, but the thing, this is why we talking about this, because you you guys like to steal something and say y'all made it that's what we mean by acknowledging us acknowledge us so hip-hop hip-hop took over country Lil Nas X I don't like that song but that 808 808's been in country for a long time now Mm. that's Mm. hip-hop speak of that's hip-hop so what we saying is just acknowledge us and and give us that respect because like my homie said y'all Y'all are European. Y'all are immigrants yourselves. What, we are me, all immigrants. We what, are all what, immigrants. What didn't we create? The
1: things that y'all like. Hockey. We created that. Black hockey. If you know your history of hockey. We did. Black
0: people started hockey. We might have to touch on that on another, on another podcast because I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. That'd be a good start off for another podcast. My thing is about the whole dark skin, light skin thing with Tory Lanes because I want to touch down before, you know what I'm saying, before we get too far off subject. They both black Tory Lanes. I've said it previously in the other podcast. They both black, bro. What are you doing? mm you trying to clear ass because you said you'd rather trade a white girl for Aisha Curry? We ain't dumb, bro. Stop. That's another thing. Celebrities. Stop playing us like we dumb. Mm. Just say for what it is, man. You like white girls. That's cool. But stop playing ass like you you just so pro-black. Because it's a lot of pro-black celebrities that's real in these streets. Tory Lanez, I ain't never heard shit you done and it, it, it listeners. If he has done something, correct us. Call in and correct us. But I haven't heard shit he's done. I've heard stuff Jay-Z's done. And that's a good topic I want to get to real quick before we end this show. Right. I want to speak on Jay-Z. The goat. I, I read a story. First of all, i seen this story on Instagram. Uh, it was a pregnant lady. I'm going to give y'all a run, quick rundown of the story, so stay with me. It was a lady in Arizona. She was pregnant. Uh, police came. Um, the store, they suspected the little girl took something that was a doll. That the store didn't even know that they have. some. I guess somebody made a call in. I might be saying this wrong, but somebody must have called the police. Police rolled up on them, was cussing the black lady out. Ta- ta- why she had her other kids in the car saying, I will shoot your fucking head off with their guns drawn. That's a damn shame. That's, you mentally, and, and people wonder why po- uh, uh, black people don't like the police. You're mentally fucking us. Mm. You're mentally raping us. Cue the fuck the police. You, <laughs> You mentally raping us. Like, for real, you mentally raping her. So, anyway, this lady was held at gunpoint. She was treated badly, called all types of names. They was cussing this lady out. They was, you know, doing all types of dumb shit. Jay-Z hires a lawyer to sue the Arizona police, whatever part Arizona that was in, I'm not too sure, to sue them. That's some real, sorry to say it again, real nigga shit. We don't, we... And, and this is why I touch bases on Tory Lanez Because we got a lot of fakers And we got a lot of doers mm. How can we And my question to you is I like to bring up Jay-Z Because we've seen a lot of times Where he hired lawyers He's making documentaries He's doing all these things to be pro-black And I see a lot of people say He wasn't like that in the beginning My question to you is How can we tell the fakes Celebrities That's just doing it to To, to boost up their morale and boost up their sales from the real artists who's doing it because they've been there. Like Jay-Z, he's been in Marcy Projects. He's seen it with his own eyes. The, the systematic uh, uh, trauma that we go through. How can you tell?
1: My, 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 uh, my personal opinion is the, where they're at in their careers. If, if this is a person that's been doing this from the beginning of their career and continues to do it, I'm not questioning them if it's a person that is already established like a Jay-Z, that what, what am I doing it for? I'm already at the top. I'm already the GOAT. I'm already the greatest rapper to ever live. So what 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 do I need to uh, uh, search for approval for? No, he's just using his money to help the community in which he grew up from. He grew up in one of the worst uh, apartment complexes in New York. And now he's got himself in the position him and his wife, they, you know what I'm saying, almost a $2 billion couple, and they're in a position to give back. Now, if I see a celebrity that's jumping on a wave that we've never seen speak on a political view, and now all of a sudden they have political views because that hot take is propelling them onto talk television, Yes, that is yeah, the guy and, that I'm pointing at. And
0: I have to, I'm trying to cut you off, but I have to agree with that because let me tell y'all this much. About Jay Z. If you don't know Jay Z, he's been dropping gems in his music for ages. This ain't nothing new. We just really hearing about it now because social media is taking over. Social media is a storm. You can hear everything about this person. So we're hearing it more frequently, right? Mm, right. I agree with my man. I see a lot of people that just jumped the wave. Tory Lanez, he's one of them. He's jumped the waves, but I I think he did it wrong because he did black versus black. <laughs> But they jumped the wave, they jumped the wave and they using us, and we need to learn how to decipher from the two. And I think it's hard to decipher from the two because social media. Now you can buy shade room. You can buy shade room and mm-hmm. say, put put uh put me on a post and say I'm doing this and show I'm doing this. You can do paid production. That's been around payola been around for decades. So we need to start doing our research, Google, and no, Google don't tell you everything, but still, internet has so much you can find. You can do your own research and really see if that dude or that woman is about that life. We definitely need to start figuring out who's the fake, who's the real, because I see a lot of fake niggas getting credit for a lot of real nigga shit that they supposedly doing, and they not real at all. So that's all I got to say about this podcast, man. It was good discussions. I hope y'all had a good time listening to the show. This was a PN Facts. Catch y'all next time. Peace.